Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to The Bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Crackle, crackle, campers, is Black Lou, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. We begin today's show with how Monday's show began with a request. It's the Bonfire, Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, The Quarantine Tapes. I'm Dan Soder, that lovable fucking jacked, quarantine jacked of a man is Big J Okerson. He's arms and fucking chest. You're old school strong. My arms are all right right now, dude. I know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to go on the road, not only as a comedian, but as an arm wrestling champion after this yeah. thing. Let's uh Jay. Yeah, dude, you got pulled by Jay. Joining us, of course, our quarantine third mic, Joe DeRosa and the crew, Lulu, Jacob, and Christine. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. Can I say something so it doesn't so it doesn't just burn inside of me all show? Yeah. When you guys introduce each other, now I know I'm just the third mic. I'm not stepping on toe here, son of a bitch. But when you guys introduce each other, it's a lot of that handsome son of a bitch over there, lovable guy, (laughs) this and that, and then you just go. Quarantine third mic, Joe DeRosa, and the crew. I feel bad for the crew, too. This is for all of us. I okay. think everybody deserves a few ads. If you're going to go that hard at each other with the love, maybe just spread it around a little bit more. Because it Joe, makes us it's nice. Let, Joe, Joe, let me say, <laughs> it's nice to have fresh eyes on this. So let me go back and double back through. Wait, Dan, I would argue quarantine third mic is a very affectionate title. It is a very affectionate title. It, it's really? It's... All right, listen. I think the there's a lot of affection. <laughs> the crew is nodding and they're turning on the me. Let's just, see, let's just see if we can go Joe's way, huh? It's let's go enough. Joe's way. It's never enough for this guy. I mean, Jesus, give him a mouse a cookie. He wants a glass of milk. Like when? <laughs> I'm, fucking him, just, I'm fucking around, right? You're like a raccoon. You're just fucking in the walls. He's breeding. I but can't tell you know I'm joking. We had yeah. so much not being able to tell if we were joking before the show started. I want to make sure you know I'm joking. Yeah, I know you're joking, but let me go back through anyways and let me say just staying strong, call sturdy. Me, call me a dud. Like, yeah. Uh, over in New York, there's a dud Okerson. I go, Joe, dapper shirt to Rosa. <laughs> hold, hold on. I, uh, Jay, let me do, let me redo it to make Joe feel better. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Bonfire Comedy Central Radio Series XM ninety five. I'm Dan Soder. That hulk of garbage in the East Village is Big Jay Okerson, mm. just fucking a sweltering shit pile in Florida. The dashing and debonair Jacob Batat mm-hmm. coming of us just outside of Teaneck, New Jersey, looking like a just a handsome enforcer, Lou Witzke. <laughs> <laughs> And the man, and the man that I would go to, confirmed Black Power movement leader. I was going to say the man I would go to the islands with to get my groove back, Lewis Johnson. Yeah, like a young Tay Diggs, 
And uh, Jay's better half and one hell of a maverick producer, Christine Marie Evans. Mm-hmm. And I like that maverick. <laughs> just a just a mixture of Middle Eastern with Italian culture. Gets curly but stays hot. Mm-hmm. Joe DeRosa. Okay. Is that better? Uh, it was. I have some notes. I, I, I would you. like. I would. I. I do want to be before the crew. Oh, we mentioned before the crew, fucking, you, and I also don't want you to disparage Jay. Jay, can, can I talk be, to you real quick? Hey, hey, Jay, can we can we side WebEx real quick? I, I'll tell you what. Call it the I don't know if it's his Queen's Air. I don't know what's going on. Mark Norman joined the bonfire, walking and talking from the streets of New York City. The comedians wondered how the quarantine will affect stand-up routines when they finally all return to the stage. I want to know which comic's going to be the first comic to come back and sell um, face mask merch, like, at, after the show. <laughs> it's already it's happening. What are you talking about? Yeah, SDR I mean, show. Ralph made, an, Ralph made a mask merch already. But let me, uh, let me rephrase that. <clears throat> it has a bit that ties into them selling a COVID oh, mask. Oh, oh yeah. We're, <laughs> I can't wait for that. For the, I can't wait for a feature act to come in and be like, Hey man, you mind if I sell my masks after the show? <laughs> I, do, I do this. I do this uh, cupcakes bit where I say like, uh, "Imagine breathing cupcakes," and then I sell these uh, "Imagine breathing cupcake" uh, masks. Can I? Yeah. Can Can I tell you what I think is going to happen? Yeah. Please. Face mask merch bit. Okay. Yeah. And they're going to go. I know what you're thinking, but the cu- the pandemic's done. What do I need a face mask for? No problem whatsoever. And there's going to be like a straw or something that comes out of it. So yeah. you can like drink with like they'll do some carrot toppy horseshit to it. I make or, you know, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make mine a uh, a mask that says my other mask is your mom's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's gonna be a fat chick comic who does uh, this is my new diet. It's the Corona diet. I wear uh, a mask and I can't eat dicks or whatever. <laughs> also, also, uh, and all the all the boat comics that that start doing jokes with they're like, uh, or this is for your wife after a year of marriage, huh? You know, <laughs> right, right. Like, oh god damn it! Oh god damn it! I don't call them masks now. I call them muzzles. Yeah, <laughs> dude. All of those kind of jokes, like the low hanging COVID jokes, when we come back, it's gonna be because some of us are gonna be guilty of it. Like I'm gonna have oh, people. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I got a fucking vaccine bit that is murdering, and you're like, it's everyone's it, doing that. It blows so it blows so much that it's like everyone's gonna want to talk. I wish there was a way. I mean, I guess there is, but it'd be nice if there's a way to just have one little thing about it, and that's all. Because especially when you get back to the showcase shows, like oh. seven comics going up, and their whole bit's gonna be about what? It's just too much, man. Like, well. Yeah. You Do you remember the somehow? But it's like, it's, how could you talk about anything else in the world? It's so difficult. Yeah. The seller, yeah. But I mean, do you think how long do you think COVID bits stay around? Do you think it's like a year, six months? No, no. I think it like two months. You do one up top, you get over it. I got twenty minutes on uh, the uh, the black guy in Georgia getting shot, so I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I think yeah, two months in, you do two jokes up top. Oh, I gained some weight in quarantine. Then boom, you're into a fat joke. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody's gonna have an hour on it. I hope Todd Barry had a tweet where he said we have to all, as a comic, get a pact going that we won't do Corona material. Yeah. I think I think it'll be like after. Um, I think it'll be like when W. Bush was president. I think the shitty comics will talk about it endlessly, <laughs> and the good comics will not talk about it or find such a great angle on it. Like Burr right. had that great. 
when everybody was bashing Bush, Burr had, had the one joke that was like, you don't even know why you don't like him. Look at him. He's a dick. You know what uh, I mean? I mean, my favorite one was Geraldo was like with worst president ever. He's like, I think there's been worse presidents. What about the president of the Selena fan club? Oh, man, he's fucking killer. Whatever yeah. happened to that guy? <laughs> Any club right now could open. And I think every club could want to work it. I don't oh, know yeah. About that, man. I mean, it's scary. It's a scary thought to go to the clubs and like your interaction has to be crazy. Low. I mean, there's no meet and greets. None of that shit. Those, those things are over. That's true. That's kind of nice. I don't. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the minority here. I am not painfully missing stand up right now at all. Like, I, you know, right, I know so we get it. You evolved past it. I know. Yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> I know the time will come when I do. But come uh, on, you weren't getting booked anyway. You got. You yeah. got <laughs> I, was like, I was like starting to do bits for my fucking dog in the elevator. I was yeah. just kind of like, hey, what's going on? I mean, you start. I mean, I do genuinely miss it, Joe. I'm not saying you don't genuinely miss it. I'm saying you're doing bits for your dog in the no, Come on, I was, but I was <laughs> tea party with stuffed animals. What the hell are you yeah. talking about? No, I'm mentally insane. Mr. <laughs> hey, Mr. Puddles, where do you work? Is this your wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Rabbit <laughs> likes two lumps. Yeah. Freddy, <laughs> doesn't he, Mr. Rabbit? <laughs> I go, Freddy, Freddy the Frog. Isn't it weird how Polly eats? Polly eats like this. <laughs> do it inside. <laughs> <laughs> White dolls get time out. Whooping that ass. Are you guys not all overwhelmed a little bit about the way it will? I think part of it for me, not missing it, is the way it will affect it, the way this will all affect it. I feel like it will be a very different animal for a little while because, oh, sure. you know, and I guess that part of it is it doesn't seem exciting to get back. It seems like it's going to be this awkward growth period to get back. I don't brutal. know. I think so, too, because clubs, they're going to do the, the 25 people only. Then they're going to have 50, and then the 50 people are going to have to sit apart, and then you have to riff <laughs> on that. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be like the process to getting into a comedy club is like going to see a UFO mm -hmm. where they have to, like, fucking spray you down with air and have you go into a decan decontamination chamber. Right, like right. Urban crowds are going to save it, I think, because they're going to go, ah, fuck you. Uh, I'm coming in. Like, get away from me. Don't metal detect me. I'm sitting down, and we're doing know. a show here. But black people also are, are arguing that they're the ones getting COVID the most, and it's ah, for them. Good point. God, they By get the way, everything. Dude, that was, it was hilarious. The, the early stages of this, it was black people don't even get COVID. I know. I had a joke about that. It was so funny. That was a very early thing. It goes, why is it black people aren't getting COVID? It seems crazy. Yeah. And now it's like, why are black people only getting COVID? <laughs> you missed the shift of when everyone went like, black people aren't getting it. And then they're like, I heard 5G is giving it to everybody. And then they're like, 5G is giving it to everybody. And then it was like, oh, I think mostly black people. Are getting it. Yeah. It's ravaging black people, old people, Hispanic. His yeah. Hispanic people, white guys just walking through this. I think this is a created Wuhan created it by a, a white dude in wuhan i mean dude did you see the uh one of the craziest i'll tell you they went when they went to scary they could scare you one was like uh, a man dies from covid his son who prayed by his uh his son who prayed by his bedside after he died uh is now being buried with him on the same day they both Jeez. died from COVID. Like, whoa fuck, man? Oh, man. dude the one that got me I, I went all scattered brain was i was reading an article that was like uh, COVID is affecting old people, but people in their 30s and 40s are having strokes at an alarming rate. And you're like, shut the fuck up. What did you just say? Why did you say that? What did, and it was just like for three days, you're like, fuck all this. 
I know, I know. I was I was not scared in the beginning at all, like with Tom Hanks and Idris Elba. That was all fun and games. <laughs> yeah, and then really, it's like they, now they, they they definitely scare you. I mean, yeah. now that brings bringing it back to comedy. When you're on the road, Norman, if you ever found yourself single again, how uh, how awkward do you think? Like DeRose is a single man out on the road. It's gonna yeah. be weird to hook up with a girl. I don't know. No, you're fine. He wasn't wearing condoms anyway. No, would I don't you think would so. you just go straight in for it, Norman? I mean, I don't know. I don't I think I think both of us can say as men that have been single on the road at one time or another, I th- that all kind of slows down for you anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. But we've all had the gal where you try to put a condom on, she's like, Shut up, don't do it. Fuck it. I think there's gonna be that that's gonna kick in with the with the COVID. Yeah. Just like, ah, fuck the gloves, fuck the I'm mask, ra- let's do this. I'm gonna ra- I'm gonna ram my KN95 mask right into her slit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take off my gloves at the airport. Look at the TSA agent. Like, hey, do you think it's cool if I do this? And they're like, just do it. Just fucking do it. Like, oh fuck. Oh, you're so oh. dirty. It makes it hotter. Oh my god. I love having my bare hands as I go through security. Mark and the crew later got into a discussion about infamous headliners that didn't pay their openers. Yikes. That was the big thing with P Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. Uh, I know Joe. You know the story, but like uh, when you did it. You signed a contract, and the contract said the P Diddy got your man like a managerial cut of your money. Really? For like three for like three years or something like that. It was supposed to be what? So insane. Yeah, it wow. was said like the, the contract basically said like if you get something good in your career beyond this, it's clearly because of P Diddy's bad boys of comedy. No one's understood your comedy until it was introduced by the beatboxing styles of Dougie Fresh. <laughs> so crazy. I heard Nick Cannon had a thing like that where it was like. Dude, I know. He would I just manage you, and then you'd be in in his movie, and it was, you know, well, dude. Big J and I know, and this is super early bonfire. Was uh, Pete Davidson used to open for Nick Cannon, and Pete would tell us the hilariously low amount of money that Nick Cannon would pay him to open for him. Yeah. Oh wow. Crazy. Like Cannon I, had the overall. He was like the chairman of Team Nick. Like he had a whole thing on him where they really like listen, tried to make him significantly let. Pete got significantly less than a feature weekend for a local. Like, I mean, Norman, I'm talking about $150 for a weekend of five shows. Wow, Good. that's insane. They're probably all uh, sold out. Carlos Mencia t- told me, you know, so I'm not talking out of school here, uh, and I don't respect the man, so I don't care. Uh, but he told me at the Comedy Cellar one night he doesn't pay his openers anything. That's great. Oh, <laughs> he God. said he just, he goes, their, their experience in working with me is the wow. payment. That is ridiculous. Is getting out in front of those audiences that they couldn't get out in front of. That is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I know. How else are these guys going to hold a mirror under the nose of a shaky Mexican? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Also that. Maybe Pablo. Imagine every time you have a good bit, it's gone. It was yeah, like, and there he is. He took it. It's like South Park. And we have the bit. And Uh it's going to build the wall. <laughs> I heard uh, Cosby used to not pay his openers, and uh, that's where Carlos got the idea. So he took that too. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> I mean, does that mean does that mean uh, that Carlos Mencia raped Steve Trevino in his sleep? <laughs> he goes, he goes, come on in, Steve. Have some wine. Do you want to put on my Temple sweatshirt? <laughs> nice and warm, isn't it? <laughs> hey, why don't you take off your pants and make me some breakfast or something? Hey, he goes, hey I want to. I want to let you know I'm not my character on TV, man. I'm a different guy. Effie, 
<laughs> I think uh, I think that's got to be one of those crazy. I would love to talk to someone that was like thought they were going to be like getting money for opening for Mencia when it's like a giant venue as a young feature, and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to make like two thousand dollars this weekend. Oh yeah. And at the end of the weekend, he's like, I hope you, I hope you learned a lot, bro. A lot of those fucking dudes don't pay shit. A lot of those dudes don't pay shit because they're like, no, man, you just you you just get to be a part of this thing. And they 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 throw the openers very little. And it's like because in their head, it's like, why should I? They don't see it as why should I pay you a fair percentage of what this is? This is all me. Right. You know, what what the fuck else are you going to be doing? And it's kind of like, and I feel like you don't, I, I will always appreciate the fact that I know how to kill in a theater before I was ever a theater comic. There is something to be gained from theater experience. Yeah. But, like money from the theater. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> what I was going to say is, is like when Carlos Mencia says like the experience is the payment. It's like, no, it's not. These are the easiest crowds in the world you could ever have. Right. Experience also, is like five people at the fucking Boston Comedy Club on a Tuesday night. That's fucking experience. Well, you know, that's better in the long run. You're welcome, shots. fucker. But, um, <laughs> also, when you're new, you don't know how much people are making. I mean, remember when you started out and then you heard about a headliner selling out, making like 20 Gs or 30 Gs? Yeah, you're I like, remember, what are you, insane? I remember yeah. like 2010, 2011, there was a headliner at Caroline's. And uh, uh, I think it was Curtis. Remember the old waiter, Curtis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, what's up? I, yeah, 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 what's up? I'm also a gay prostitute. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was in the, I was in the back drinking beers, and I was like, oh man, I wonder how much money he's gonna make. And he was like, just quickly, like sixty two thousand dollars for all the sold out shows. And wow, like, in a weekend. And they were wow. like, yeah. And I was like, damn. So the thought that you're selling out like that and making that in a weekend and not paying your openers is fucking insane. It's insane. super funny. And you know what else is funny about that too? With the uh, with the high money and not paying anyone, we're so beat up by this business that like if you've performed ever, as as everybody, uh, all the comics on this show right now have performed for like a pretty full, if not sold out, weekend. Yeah. And you get the money like that you make, which is uh, even upwards of like lately say it's been pretty good. Yeah. You're like, wow, well, if that's what I've made with an audience that's primarily fans and sold out for a weekend. You're like, if I got to like the $40,000 weekend, you're like, is the, am I being mean to the club? Am I taking too much of the clubs? Yes. I still get that thing. I still get that thing. I mean, it's like I if I do. if I take forty grand from this club, like they're not going to have me back ever. They're going to be like, well, <laughs> oh, that was the deal. That was the deal this time, but we'll never bring you back for that again. And you're like, it's just, you're so beaten down that you're like, no, 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 it's fine. Don't give me. I don't deserve all that. Just give me like. Well, half that's that. where the guilt tipping comes in. You start giving the the fucking door guy eight hundred dollars. Like, hey, Jay, they just pay you in a fucking uh, satin sash of nickel. Of like of coins, <laughs> they go, there, there's your blood money, and you go. I don't, I it's okay. I mean, sorry, we took so long to pay you, but we had to gather the money from all the staff. Also, right. also that Google Maps closer is a, uh, it's great, it's a great joke. I'm so right. fucking low rent still. I'm so fucking low rent from the way I came up in this business. Like, when, I, when I'm at a club and they're like, "You bonus five hundred dollars," I'm like. Wow, really? <laughs> oh, same, same here. Of course, Dude, Joe, oh, that's great. Joe, I was Joe. I was laughing about it 
the last weekend I worked was at the DC Improv, and they were like, "We got to cut shows down to half size." I was like, "Yeah, that's that's what I'm used to. What do you? I'm not afraid of that, <laughs> right? Like even even yeah. coming back when people are like, it's going to be a half filled audience. You're like, I've never done a show in Buffalo past that second railing at Helium. Yeah. It's never ever gotten past that second railing. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, all right, we can. They, they do not pack it in for me in Buffalo Helium. <laughs> me no, neither. Me dude. neither. Me neither. I really yeah. have. A, that's one of those clubs I really don't have a great time. If, if you up. told me to change the name of uh, how I would put Buffalo Helium in my phone as a number, I would call it three fourths because that's all I do is <laughs> three fourths of that room every Dan, show. When, Dan, when they go with when I go, how do the shows look tonight? They go. Uh, it's about yeah, it's about half full. I go, really? That's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same, Dude, same. I I remember being at I remember being at Cap City in Austin and uh, Colin. It's a big Qu room. Yeah, Colin yeah. Quinn like retweeted my tweet and was like, Austin, go see Dan Soder or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. And it was in between shows. It was for the Late Show, and I walked in the Late Show room, and there was twelve people there, and one of the guys had his cowboy boots on the stage. I was like, oh, oh. fuck, oh fuck, this sucks. <laughs> And that was the opener. No. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hey, it's Black Lou again. There was more than one touchy open to the bonfire this week, and emotions were high with Jacob after Jake confronted him about a few of his habits during the show. show we right are now. recording. We're recording. <laughs> we're recording. And I'm going to tell you this is it. Jacob, now, now, Jacob, shush for one second, please. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll give you time. Up, but then you're going to criticize me for that. You're goddamn right. You. You got, yeah, well, you, got, <laughs> you have a... You have a I, be, I bet somewhere on that blanket there is a piece of paper that says this is for ages 8 to 11 this is a great beginning <laughs> this is a great beginning anything you're saying jay i don't make noise on purpose this is a great beginning of the show yes. and i will say this is the bonfire coming into radio sirius xm 95 this is the quarantine tapes i'm big jogerson that sexy ass some bitches in queens now fucking living it up in queens in the epicenter uh it's dan soder everyone i'm pulling the armageddon Oh yeah, <laughs> and the glorious and the glorious magnificence that is our third mic during this quarantine, Joe Rosa. Yeah, now we're now we're now we're wrong. Smells good, of tastes course. good, and it's good for you. The soulful <laughs> sultriness, all the way in New Jersey of Black Lou. Uh, the fucking quarantine. I mean, DJ, DJ Lou, by the way, just lives like he's living his life. I feel like this isn't affecting him at all. I feel like he's just like, yeah, man, this is the world, dude. Whatever. Um, different hours, same game ripping butts inside it's great it's dj lou everybody um of course we have christine uh running all the computer shit and then uh of course the glorious it's fucking sexy there i'm giving you compliments first uh loving the new hair loving the facial hair loving the florida attitude the whole attitude around it is uh is the one and only jacob batat jacob Look at this. Look at this. He's wrangling animals. He's wrangling animals now. Jacob's on a full power grab. Jacob is coming in. Now, Jacob, you know I'm right about this. When I brought it up, DJ Lou is pumping his fist like he's in the audience of a fucking Jerry Springer show. He's so excited. Stick your tongue up his ass more, Lou. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jacob, can I say this? You missed a spot, Lou. Jacob, can I say this? You've turned into one rude dude. <laughs> dude, oh, I'm gonna start calling you, dude. Florida Jacob, don't fuck around. Florida Jacob gets on and, and he goes, "What are you pussy? Show me some of your junk. Make it move for me." You think Jacob talks to his knives tonight and tells him which pussy he's gonna bury it in when he gets back here? I bet he picks. I bet he picks knives for us. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's me that you think I'm making noise like more and I, I go out, I try not to make any noise. No, Jacob, I actually called you Mr. Magoo because I said I don't think you're trying to make noise. You just come in like hellfire, dude. Every day your microphone gets knocked over completely and everyone hears it's not my fault. I'm working on an antique desk that creaks, and I have to pull the draw out just to have the flap of the desk come down. So all, these, all, these, all these things are derivative of your decisions in life, my friend. <laughs> I um, it, whether it's your fault or not, I'm just saying it's hilarious that every day. You come in, it's uh, you roundhouse kick your microphone, and then you have a fucking four course meal brought to you by your mother. <laughs> then you are over tackling a dog. Then you have to hang a blanket. It's a it's a process. Hey, you, you feel like it'd be a little more streamlined at this point. I think it'd be a little more streamlined. <laughs> My mom just makes me lunch at this time, and I I don't you know I'll I'll try. I ate it before we started. I was done by the time we started. The past has shown you have been delivered several delicious treats. Right in the past, and I corrected that. One like, time, you one time you got a whole platter. If you go through the, if you go through today, I just ate it. Lou, Lou, DJ Lou, am I lying if I say that within the quarantine tapes, there's definitely the sounds of this of sear or whatever coming off a bowl. Yes, he doesn't know how to work the meat button. Also, and every Lou. day, every day you're not muted. Also, <laughs> Jacob. Also, this every day you're not muted, and several times we're wigged. We're wigged out because you're running fucking uh, Neil Peart solos on your fucking desk and legs, yeah. and you're not yeah, muted, and, and we're he we're hearing the entire thing. Anyway, I I don't make noise. Uh, I would never drum on 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 mic. This is insanity. This is insanity. This is happening right now. I this is. Am I, hand, am, yes, am I in a, ti I'm am I in a like time warp? Am I in a time warp? I'm not touching. <laughs> I'm just doing like this is a parallel universe. Jacob, I love you, and I promise you, I think all these things are hilarious. There is no genuine anger here, but it's bananas that you're denying these things. Honestly, from the history of the quarantine, I would say there's an outside chance your mother's running a restaurant from how much food's been delivered. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not Howard Stern. I'm not fucking dressing you down. I'm acknowledging the hilariousness of your activity during all of this. I don't want to be known as that. I want to be, uh, you know, professional. Well, I'll be honest with you. It looks like, like it's like, what you want to be known for. Down here. It's reading. It's reading that is how you want to be known exactly. Like that's your signature moves now. <laughs> no, no, of course. Your not. Eric Andre show entrance every episode <laughs> is Jacob Soup's Batat. Hey, it's Black Lou. The great Kyle Dunnigan joined the show along with Kurt Metzger and did some of his all-time great impressions and shared a story about one comic in particular that had no sense of humor about Kyle's spot-on portrayal of him. I mean, and it's spot on, hilariously spot on. Jay and I got really stoned one night, and I showed him on the on our little deck. Your, uh, I go, did you see Dunnigan's Cuomo videos? And Jay's Jay's initial response, he goes, I haven't seen them. He goes, but I don't think I know Cuomo's cadence well enough to even get why the impression would be funny. And I go, neither did I. And then I watched it, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. It all made sense instantly, and I showed him. And my God Almighty, dude, we were fucking crying, dude. It was so funny. I told, I told Kurt the other day that I've I've showed it to anybody who's uh, willing to watch it. It makes me laugh. So, <laughs> quick story. <laughs> the adult circus one. Will you do yeah. it, Kyle? Let me share because this is the term Polish car wash. We've cracked up. We literally like 50-50 came up with 
each part of Polish car was just like stupid. And like, <laughs> I think I'm like old. Like I hurt. I had like a headache for two days because I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> you do it, Kyle, without the filters. I will tell you this, Big J. Not so. Not so down below. This is what I hear. People tell me that he has small penis. They call people who are fat slim. It's the same thing. Big J. Tiny penis. Kyle, I gotta say, in between, in between uh, us, us, us in, on the break, I just saw your video with Elon Musk and Pete Davidson, and yeah. and we know Pete, and we kind of do. We kind of do a goofy, exaggerated Pete. So then to see your Pete when you nail it, like you nail the way he talks, and it's just funny to see it because job on that Pete. I, dude, was, I thought you. I, I've known Pete for a long time, and I thought you nailed it because our Pete is just us just blocking your nose and being like, I don't know about all the movies, but I'm in the movies. You guys want to hang out? Put two kids to me. Uh, that's like, we do like a. But you do it perfect. Where you're like, uh, when he, when Elon invites him to the space party. Hey, I, I don't know. Thanks. I don't, I don't know. I'll go. It's like, that's so good. It's so fucking good. That's eerily good. How do, why do these girls throw pussy at you like that? Do you have any idea why you're getting... Uh, I don't know. I'm tall. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, but here's the thing about Kyle. This is how great his impressions are. Even while he's doing it, he doesn't have the filter on. His his fucking eye dips the way Pete's eye dips. <laughs> he gets his eyelids involved in his impressions, which are fucking insane. Pete, I, the main thing of my impressions are in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, he all through the eyes. Can you also do, please? Because I've tried to recreate this for people because I can never find the video, and I I always fuck it up. But Burr showed it to me years ago. Can you please do? Bill, I'm sorry to do this to you. Can you please do Bill Maher reading the cow jumped over the moon book <laughs> to the kids? <laughs> really think I'm going to read a children's book right now. You're fucking crazy. Okay. I'm not going to be on the show and read a children's book. Okay. Oh, my God. Has, have you heard from anybody that your Bill Maher has, has your Bill Maher gotten to Bill Maher himself? Yeah. That's way, it's actually it's funny because he went on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and he hates it. And he's, really? I know, I know he's very aware of it because AJ Benza like told me he shows him and he fucking hates it. And then he went on Joe's podcast. He brought it up out of nowhere just to slam me. And he said, he said it was terrible. And then Joe was like, no, it's it's good. You, you got to hear it. And so we went to tell Jamie to play it. And then Bill goes, I'm leaving if you play that. He got really upset. And then it backfired. Then he wouldn't let him play it. And then me and Kurt actually wrote this like Bill Mark thing. The first time we did a sketch together was because Kyle was fresh off of seeing Bill. Now, by the way, Kyle's even at the most hilarious part of the story. He's met Bill Mark before. <laughs> yeah. Not to know him. On they were on a vacation together. I went to Hawaii with him on his private jet. And he's like, I don't know him. Like, I haven't seen it. I don't know him. He's like, I don't know who he is. And then he's like, it's terrible. Dude. And oh, then, by the way, so Kyle represses a lot of rage that comes out through sketch comedy. I don't yeah. know who that about Kyle. <laughs> so, but I have, so, I have so much rage that I just put him in. I actually, I could see him not remembering me because, you know, the, I was invisible. Huh? Because he had his back to you talking to your girlfriend the whole time? He was complete. I was only there because of my girlfriend, and he just ignored me. That's so fucking funny no, that he's like, I don't look, 
Wow, the tiniest hands. That's why on that video, like him and Trump, there. I don't know if you remember it, but like there's two baby hands clasping. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was like shaking the hands of a small doll. Elmore is Trump's ultimate. Like we realize his ultimate nemesis, Bill Trump, is is Trump because they have the same hand size. Oh. You can't. They don't like being made fun of. So they're, yeah, it's they're a very Trump-like response. To, like the way Bill responded to it on Joe, like, seems like the way Trump would respond to an impression Every, about it. Everybody him. that all these people that hate Trump, like they all Trump act exactly loser. like him. Yeah, yeah. He went at me. Yeah, like like Trump. Do you think? Do you think uh, Bill Maher put his hands up the first time he met Trump, and he was like, "We're a perfect fit. We must yeah. battle." It's I like think that it's like a lot of sexual thing. tension. Yeah. But now, I think we but, got it out yeah. when this video. Kyle, Kyle, do you think? I mean, he doesn't hate it. Be he must hate it because he thinks you're disparaging him, right? Or does he? Or is he that egomaniacal that he just hates somebody doing an impression of him? Period. Honestly, till the last one, it, I was not really being mean at all to him. I had him reading like a children's story, and uh, you know, it was just like that was it. Yeah. Like, like this one, the or you saw the orgy one, right? Gangbang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that really, um, we 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 may have gone too far with the gangbang. That I should. Probably <laughs> It's always interesting how someone's going to handle that. If we brought it up before on the show, it was on the show, but when Everlast came on the show and I said, I want us all to take turns doing an impression of Everlast rapping. And Burt Kreischer was the one who really like, he was like, dude, don't do that. I was like, why? It's just like, he knows he has like a unique voice in music. It's just funny that we're all taking a show. We're not calling him like a jerk off. Do you know what I mean? Like comics. He's like, they don't uh, take, they take themselves very seriously. They take and I was like, I, but I, by the way, I still stand by. I don't think he would have had a problem. We didn't do it, but I was like, why, why would he have a problem with this? Yeah, like, if you want to be in a beef, I'd say his personality when he came in seemed he was like in the comedy stuff and shit. And I was like, I think he would have laughed at it completely. Yeah, I just think how yeah, someone is when you do an impression of them because it does hit your ego when someone does something that deconstructs what you do and you see it. And you go, especially if you're kind of being, you're putting out a little bit of an act. Yeah. Um, then it's a little bit exposing, especially if you're a comedian, you're doing a shtick. That uh, and someone else just does it. Any roast I've ever been a part of, or any uh, when people like come at me or shit on me, or, or, or we're just flat out like a friend making a joke or trivializing what I do, which is what we all do to each other. It's funny. It's always like uh, fuck balls, cock, cunt. You ever fuck a black guy? And it's like I, it's I think that's funny because it's like yeah, of course you can trivialize it right down. That I get, I get what's funny about that. Like it would never hit me in some way. So any impression, I would always just be like. If it was someone like I don't, I don't, I don't hear my voice in it. Like I'd be excited if someone was like, "Oh shit, dude, that person yeah. like nailed like it's fucking great." I don't know what yeah. it's, it's right a weird thing to be upset. It's, Me too. It's an ego. It's like if you have a, a delicate ego, you don't want to hear an impression of yourself. Do you think? Do you think Caitlyn Jenner has heard your impression of her? Yeah, baby. I'll tell you what, the girls. Yeah. It's the best. That shit, dude. I don't hear Caitlyn Jenner speak anymore. Whenever uh, on TV, I'm always like, I hear yours. Yeah, baby. I always. Hey, I don't know if I know Chloe's heard it because she posted a video doing um with one of my like repeating one of the lines from the video. Yeah. But, um, I don't. I, I have no idea if Caitlyn's heard it. But yeah, one time Kim farted and it smelled like cum. <laughs> Dude, you just get sideswiped out in front of the store one time. Just fucking Caitlyn Jenner just mowing you down. Yeah, oh, that's baby. That's, that's fucking. Yeah. Dude, we had one. She had a thing where 
it was more her fault than originally they thought. Like they thought like the front car stopped and then the other car hit them and she hit, but now they're saying the way the, I don't know how they figured out, but like she hit both fucking cars and she's like barreled through. <laughs> <laughs> shows it was even more your fault. <laughs> coming through. American hero coming through. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Hello, I'm DJ Lou, and on Thursday's Lost Quarantine Tapes, the guys decided to criticize the art of improv, and Christine Evans decided to defend it. Enjoy. When comics are awkward and we're bad at something, immediately we just shut it down as like, oh, this sucks. This is gay. Because I guarantee if I tried to do improv, I would feel so weird and corny at one point where I'm like, yeah, you would. open the cupboard. Open the cupboard. <laughs> and then the person's just standing there and I'm like, God damn it, this is awkward. The only improv I've ever done, I believe, was several times at a, at a black comedy circuit show at the oh, yeah. end of the show, the comics would play a game called uh, Freeze Tag. And it just like... Another example of... Why are we doing this? Like, I hate it. It's in Boston every Sunday. Another example yeah. of uh, black people doing something cool and white people doing it, making it way cornier. This, we probably, we corny, this, was pretty, this was pretty corny. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, so improv is the thing that bridges all races. Everyone doing improv is corny. Sort of cool. Yeah, it was just kind of corny. Well, it, yeah. takes, it takes a corniness to be like to put yourself out there because right. when you're doing improv, you got to be part of the setup. Like you don't, as a comic, you're like controlling the whole thing. So as an improv, you're like, well, I'm this person. You know what I mean? You're just doing like awkward it's, it's, shit. It's dad jokes of uh, yeah. of the comedy world. However, that said, uh, I was telling Sal we were busting the balls. Of uh, middle distance sports, busting the balls, busting the balls. <laughs> yeah, we were breaking the chops and uh, busting the fungools. Yeah, <laughs> matching up, you need the balls, eh? Um, he said he, he said he watched him at the Wild West Comedy Festival, and he goes, and so I can't speak on the specials at all. I didn't watch them. He's like, but what they did in that room that night was like really, really impressive. <laughs> Yeah, all right. In fairness, yeah, I, say I told that. Jay we should because I said, here's the thing about trailers. Almost any comedy trailer you watch, especially with Netflix, they love pulling out like the really animated movement. Yeah. Almost any trailer looks super cheesy. I told Jay, I'm like, we should give it a chance and watch it. I go just to see like what what it's like outside of the trailer. Christine, I can tell you right now, you can put my dick on a cutting board and hold a hatchet over it and literally say, if I chuckle once, you'll cut my dick off. And I would, and I would, I would lay that down as a guarantee. I'm telling you, I will not enjoy. It. I will not enjoy. It. But I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not good for what, whatever that world is. But I would watch it to give it a, a legit chance. And I'm telling you, I, I would, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't be watching it to hate it. Like I would be watching it. Like it's, 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 I'd definitely I, be watching it to hate it. I know I could. I know I could watch it and not laugh because I despise the setup of it so much. It would be like if somebody cooked me food that they were claiming was delicious but when they served it to me they they spilled it on me every time you know what i mean and i'd be like nothing is going to make me like this meal now because you keep dropping this fucking food on me you know what i'm saying like this yeah. setup alone just seeing them go okay i'm an assassin schwartz is uh avid the blue thing from avatar we've got to work out some sort of sexual agree whatever the fuck it is that that process part of it would annoy me so much 
From there out, I wouldn't Joe. laugh. Oh, where are you going with this, though? Okay, so you got to work. We got it set up. Can we take a suggestion from the staff? <laughs> uh, would you guys like to? Anybody, Jake, does anybody have a place? There? Avatar and an assassin, and they are. Where, where are they? Where are they? I would where say they? they're at a Starbucks. They're at a Starbucks. Joe, Joe, I need I need a suggestion from the crowd. Jacob, where are they? Say Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> Jacob, just say Starbucks. Just say Starbucks. And Black Lou. Black Lou, what are they talking about at this Starbucks? Uh, the news. News. There you what? go. What? And DJ Lou. <laughs> what kind of accents do they have? German. German. Okay. German and what? Give us two. Give us two. Asian. Asian and German and Evans. What specifically from the news are they talking about? Um, <laughs> Damn, improv is hard. <laughs> this is hard. I have a new respect for improv. <laughs> this is this is torturous. <laughs> this is so hard. This is what these dorks. This is what these dorks Joe, do every time. Joe, we gave you all the pieces, dude. Build the puzzle. <laughs> what, what did Evans say? What so was the... I said war. So they're at Starbucks. War with uh, Ru German and accents. Asian accents. Okay. What war? Let me laugh now. They're just talking about war, the concept of war in the news and the impending war. Do comedy now, Joe. Uh, war between China and the U.S. <laughs> I'll, take a, I'll take a Grande. Uh, that's what's a German accent go like. <laughs> I thought that was your German accent. Yeah. 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 I, go, I go, all right, he's going for more of a southern Germany, but I like it. <laughs> more of a Frankfurt than a Mannheim. Yeah. He's, he's doing an East Berlin. All right, I kind of see where this is going. I'll tell you, that is damn near impossible. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. Oh, you want to talk about the war over our uh, soy lattes? Uh, yeah. How do I about... do? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get too involved in a war. Never trust, never trust a leader who has the same facial hair as vagina. Thank you, everybody. We are the bonfire logs. The flaming bonfire logs. Jay, let me walk in front of you because that's how you end in the scene. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. We've been the flaming bonfire logs, and you guys have been awesome. Thank Don't forget you. to donate. We're going to have buckets by the door. Thank you. Keep improv alive and well. We're going to be at the Del Close Marathon doing a nine hour show. <laughs> Hi, this is Jacob, and we'd like to end this week with some good news. For a weary world. Well, I hate to do this while we're recording, but I know Black Lou had an announcement, and I'm going to throw oh, it sure. to him if he wants to do it right now. I am officially publishing all your text messages that I stole on your phone. Am I? What's that? Man, he walked away like he was angry for a second. Uh, oh, shit! What? Oceans! Who's going to be a dad? So, am, I, oh, yeah. am I reading that wrong? Is, is it twins or am I seeing? No, you're seeing a head. Where I saw Alyssa walk <laughs> by. <laughs> Holy, you. how far along? 12 weeks. So you knew you were waiting. You were holding out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. They told me you guys were saying something and I like couldn't stop smiling or I knew she was behind me. She opened the door because we had these on the refrigerator door. Yeah. You could actually see them <laughs> like behind oh, me. Shit. I had to be like, uh, 
Yeah. I, dude, that's so exciting. You excited? I knew your strokes were deep and true, dude. I knew they were. <laughs> That's great, oh, Luke. Congrats, it's so man. fucking amazing, man. Thank you. Awesome, dude. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. One that you know of? <laughs> yeah, the only. Now, Black Lou, I got to say, you got to stay in this kid's life, man. Break the cycle. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Break the I will cycle. not be a Gary, I promise you. Yeah, dude, that's a lot of pressure. If you come from a Gary and you're just like, I got to real, I got to really step it up. I, or you just go into the family business and leave your kid behind. Oh, that, man's gonna, that man's going to have the good hair. Oh, he's got that good hair. I think he's going to have the good hair, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know what the non-racist term for uh, interracial babies is. I used to not. I didn't know mulatto was racist. <laughs> racist? Americans? Well, you find out You find out pretty quick when you say it in front of the wrong person. You go, what are they, mulatto? They go, what are you fucking? <laughs> mulatto? Oh, 1950s. To clarify, I don't hang out with those type of people. <laughs> Justin. Breed. How far along did you have to wait till you find out the sex? Are you guys going to find out the sex? Oh, that baby's uh, having 20 sex. Weeks. 20 weeks? 20 weeks, yeah. Oh, shit. Right. What do you want? What do you want, Lou? A big dick black kid, dude. You know what you yeah, want. Yeah, that's the answer. Fucking quarterback, maybe a wide receiver. Huh? Yeah. Sick but you know, artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> small and fast, right? Yeah. Like, buys a Toyota, buys a Toyota Camry, but doesn't put rims on it. You know what I mean? Just sensible. Nice. Exactly. Jacob Batot back in the room. Jacob, you know what Justin. Happened, Jacob. Also, hey, Jacob, Justin. you missed the announcement. Black Lou, does Jacob know? No, I was I was waiting for him to come back. Shit, but that Jacob, was my bad. Jacob, look. What happened? Yeah, I didn't think you were gonna know what that is. That's the inside of a woman. <laughs> that's, when, that's what happens when cum connects to an egg. I don't think I touched. Yeah, Jacob, a, I know. I, I feel like you're gonna have a hard time with that. That's what happens when someone shoots semen inside of a lady. So sometimes, yeah. Jacob, mommies and daddies meet each other and they like each other. <laughs> and when they uh when they when they love each other very much, the man will put his cock in her crunch. <laughs> so can I tell you before we even jump in, let me tell you a fun kid story. The things you have to look forward to because this really knocked Christine on. Christine almost she sal volcano laughed at this yesterday. Um, so we went to visit Carla, Isabella, and uh, and the baby yesterday, and the baby was running around. We were like. The baby's five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's five. We were fucking around with her or whatever, and I was like, uh, well, I keep changing. Not to get too on a tangent. On the Netflix, everyone uses the same Netflix uh, thing, but we have the different people's, you know, pictures up there, Aww. the avatars. So we changed the avatars. I'll change the baby's avatar to something that when she sees the next day, she'll always be like, that's Jay. And so I was like, I go, uh, Juliana, I'm going to change your uh, I'm gonna change your Netflix picture to a butt. I'm going to change it to a, a big old butt. And she's like, you can't change it to a butt. Should you change it to a butt? I'm going to change yours to a butt, a butt coot. And I go, a butt coot? What's a butt coot? And she goes, a slide to the, she goes, it's a slide to the coot. Oh, and I went, I went, a slide to the coot? I go, what do you mean? What's it? And, and Carla, for some reason, she said the answer has changed over time because I don't know why else she would have done this. Carla goes, she goes, show them what a coot is. What's a coot? And I'm nervous. The, the baby then proceeded to grab and slap at Carla's snatch for 30, 40 seconds. Plus, Carla wasn't stopping her very fast. She just kept patting her on the chaunch. Jesus. And Black Lou, this is a lesson of what not to do. 
<laughs> which made I go, Carl, I go, what is a butt coot? And she goes, and she goes, a slide to the coot. And now it's starting to make me think that's what she calls a taint. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The butt to the coot, the slide well, to the coot. The, what else would the slide to the coot be? Slide to the coot. Genius or molested? And off the death <laughs> Clap three times. Joe DeRosa? <laughs> yeah. I stomped two times. <laughs> it's a bar mitzvah dance. Christine literally almost fell over laughing because she was just like, she goes, the coot's right here. It's I just kept tagging Carla in the snatch. It was so bizarre. But while this story is very fun and like laughable and you're like, ah, I bet there's people that discover abuse that way where they're like, it's like a noodle noggin on your dipstick. And you go, what's that? And you go, that's when you take Mr. Ralph's wiener. Yeah, yeah. Mouth. And you go, it's not full molesting if you only touch the butt coot. Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.